She's been coaching for three years this month. It's her anniversary month. She, her team name is Team Waymakers. Yes, that is true. She's a two-time elite coach. She's a seven-star diamond coach, and she has hit Success Club every single month since uh, becoming a coach. So that's 35 months in a row. And she's from Louisville, Texas. Bring on Monica Zerwas. Hello, hello. Thank you for sticking around. That was very exciting stuff. Um, Monica, good to have you on uh, the wake up call this morning. It is your coach anniversary month. It is. Yeah. So why don't you, uh, and you've been around three years, which is, in my opinion, a great sweet spot for coaching. Uh, talk a little bit about what brought you here. Yes. Okay. So I started coaching um, six weeks or seven weeks postpartum with my third baby. Um, I have four babes. Now, I was so desperate for change. Um, I was that coach that signed up day one because I needed that much accountability. Not because I saw business opportunity, but because I needed help to quit quitting. Um, that's my story. Um, I quit on myself for 10 years and I mean, I had a gym membership for over 10 years and never went. So I was a chronic quitter. I never followed through on my promises and I wasn't showing up like the mom I wanted to show up as I didn't have the energy that my babies deserved. I didn't want to play with them. Like I didn't want to run around and get on the ground and play with them. I was just overwhelmed with brain fog. And I know I said I started seven weeks postpartum and I'm Yes, everyone feels like that seven weeks postpartum, but I mean, in, in general, over the last X number of years from baby one to baby three, and I knew something needed to change and I was desperate for that. So I signed up to be a coach just for the accountability. I told myself in my head, coach can't quit. So if I put people underneath me, if I sign some people up, have my friends do this with me, then I will not quit. And um, I was putting minimum effort each month I was hitting success club, but I was barely like begging my, my friends, my close people to do this with me. Um, but minimum effort, which yielded minimum results. Um, but once time kept progressing and baby started sleeping, um, I learned more about the business. I was listening to these calls. I started hearing about the real opportunity and, what this could really be um, and, and seeing myself change. And I hadn't quit and it had been seven months and that was huge. That was amazing. And so I had a light bulb moment of what, what if this could be the way to a different life for my family? Um, what if this could be the way for hundreds of women? Um, so I, changed things. So month eight was the month that I I finally set bigger goals. I started doing the vital behaviors. I showed up like the coach I wanted on my team and I started recruiting coaches. I think that was the scariest thing as a new coach for me. And um, so I went from, like I said, putting in minimal effort to treating it like a business and it started behaving like a business. 
You know that uh, that meme of the guy who's digging for gold and he doesn't reach the gold and so he just leaves, he throws his yeah. pickaxe, you know, and he goes and it's like if he had just gone one more day, he would have <laughs> dipped yeah. into the, it just seems as though you were seven months just kind of going through the motions. You were hitting success club though, right? I was, yes. But barely. <laughs> barely. So it was like minimal. Effort. I love what you said. You know, minimal effort uh, breeds minimal results. And so that eighth month is when you said, okay, going all in. I'm going to do this consistently. And the whole chronic quitter system or constant quitter. Um, yeah. How hard was it for you to get into that mode and push through quitting? I, I never knew um, how, how to follow through, right? And I it was wild how I was a corporate person before in my previous life, and I'll share a little bit more about that, but how jumping into direct sales changed and finally made me realize my why. And we talk a lot about our why in this business, and I never understood that. It was always... If, if I like, I need to hit success club, like that's not going to get you out of bed in the morning. And so when I realized what I was after and the bigger picture and had this vision and I talked about it with my spouse and I saw my baby's faces and I was finally showing up for them, it wasn't hard anymore to be consistent and, and to stop quitting. Well, you and I talked about the topic today about recruiting and to the opportunity. Why is it that there is such a difficult thing to talk about this opportunity, a, a business opportunity. So I want you to talk about how personal this topic was to you because you are now onboarding your new coaches to talk about recruiting. So I'll let you do it. Great. So this is so personal to me because like I said, finishing up about my story was when I treated this like a business. And when I started recruiting coaches, it became a business. And so if I could get my coaches to treat it like a business, to start recruiting coaches, then I knew they would see the impact from this just like I had. And so this is personal. And I'm going to tell a little bit more of my story, where I was and why it's so personal. Um, so I said I was a corporate person. I have a master's degree. I landed my dream, what I thought was my dream job out of college. And I was doing all the things. We bought this beautiful house on double income and we just were successful in the world's eyes. And we had our first baby and I mean, everything changed. And we realized we want something different. We want time and we want to decide. And I had had the taste of maternity leave and dealing with a corporation with that and the hard with that. Um, I just wanted something different. We, we were changing our complete life and everything. When my husband and I met, I, I said, are you, are you good with staying home with the babies and raising them? Because that's not for me. Like I'm climbing the corporate ladder. I'm not a stay at home person to now we have four kids and we homeschool them. And so just total polar opposite, but we needed a way to do that. And, and it's, it's so personal because I want, and my mission now is to help other families, other women, see that there's another way and it's counterculture and it's scary and it's weird maybe um unconventional is the word i think we say in this business but 
it's a way. And my husband came up with our team name Waymakers. <laughs> and, and it's because we truly believe that this can be the way for our family. It can be the way for people to get healthy and take control of their lives on the wellness side. And it can be a way for families to have time and to own when they drop their kids off. And so I'm passionate about that. I believe in the business. I believe in everything um, that can come from it. And so if I can relay that to my coaches, then recruiting is easy. Then recruiting isn't scary anymore. And so um, I, I'm going to look and make sure I don't lose my spot here, but I'm not afraid to talk about that. And that's what I'm trying to do with my coaches. And so one of the most important questions I ask them is do you want to build a business or do you want to build a boot camp? And when I say boot camp, I mean accountability group. And that's okay, wherever your answer lies. But I want you to I tell them, I, I want them to be realistic with their um, goals and with their expectations based on what their answer is. Because if they want to build a business and if they have this vision and they hear these national wake-up call stories and they hear stories at Summit and they want to be a full-time coach, but they aren't doing what they need to do to make it a business. If they're not recruiting coaches, if they're just doing retail sales, then we have some work to do. And so um, I'm going to get into the how, but I wanted to first uncover why my coaches weren't recruiting in the first place. And I think all of us can relate to this and myself included was fear. We are scared as new coaches. Like, what if they say no? What if I come across salesy or yucky or this person already looks like they have it all? Like, if somebody looked at my life before, they probably would have said she landed her dream job. She went to grad school for this job. She would never want need this opportunity or want this opportunity. It's fear. And so I need to first work on that before I can get into the tangible. So, um, Something I thought about when I was uh, working on my script was, if you're a mama, you understand this. When we take our kids to the park, we see a lonely friend at the park and we ask our kid, hey, did you invite them to come play with you? And our kid oftentimes is like, no, I'm scared. And we're like, you need to invite them to play with you. But you guys were grown women and we're not inviting our friends to play with us at the park, right? We're too scared. And if we believe that this can be a business and we believe that this can be an opportunity and maybe we haven't experienced it yet ourselves, but you need to hear these stories and you need to believe what's true and borrow our belief if you're not there yet. But I also, a book that I tell all my coaches about is The Go-Giver. And he talks about how when we're, we're talking to someone about a product or a service, um, and fear creeps in, it's because we're making it about us. We're making it about the potential no instead of the opportunity that lies for them. It's our job to invite to this business opportunity. It's our job to lay the feast and for them to come to the table because we don't know who that desperate mama is on the other side of that screen. We have no idea what she's struggling with, dropping her babies off every day, having to go back to work after she just had her baby six weeks later. We have no idea how depressed she is on that other end and how much she needs community. She needs people. She needs energy. She needs confidence again. She's lost a sense of herself. You don't know. I don't know. And so my coaches... They have to know the opportunity and to not be fearful because she may desperately need this. 
And so we get to help people. We get to change who they can become. The other thing that I'm like, gosh, we never talk about this. I teach my coaches, this is a need, you guys. This is not consumerism. This is not selling another product or skincare or handbags or anything like that. And there's nothing wrong with those, but have confidence that this is a need. 100% of people in the world need to move their bodies for 30 minutes a day and put real good food in their body. We just listened to Carl and Autumn talk about gut protocol. You guys, 70% of people have, have food sensitivities and aren't living to their full potential. That's wild. This is a need. We are the most over-medicated, depressed, isolated generation. We have a solution to that. Do you believe that confidently? Because if you don't, it's going to be really hard to share about it and invite to it confidently. So the last thing with having confidence in this is research shows right now that over 50% are unsatisfied in their jobs, um, especially after COVID. They want work from home. They want time. They want flexibility. And you guys, we have that. So we need to have the confidence. And I teach my coaches to have the confidence, find the confidence, remember why you joined, why you jumped into this and what it's done for you to then be able to recruit so I noticed now in transition, we're going to talk about how now, how do we recruit? And I have six tips for you. Um, so my type A'ers, fellow type A'ers, six tips we're going to work through. But what I noticed was that when my coaches were new to this business, they were primarily bringing on challengers. They were um, signing up PCs. And so I thought, God, what if we flipped the switch here? What if instead of hitting success club on challengers, we hit success club on coaches? What if instead of telling our coaches, go find your, sign up your mom, sign up your best friend. What if we said, go find your business partner, go find three business partners who want to learn this business and run with you. Wouldn't that change things? Let's look at it and treat it like a business. And if we have confidence in that, and if we know we want to build a business versus a boot camp, then let's do the activities next to get there. Okay, six steps, or not even steps, but these are just six things that I teach my coaches to recruit. Okay, so first is having a social media audit. Again, something we say in this business is be proof of the product. But again, I'm going to challenge all these things. I love to just change things up. I want to be, I want to teach my team to be proof of the product as a coach. Yes, I want it to be both. Okay. Um, but I wanted them to be proof of the product as a coach. And so are, are my coaches, this is what I say to them. I'm talking to you like my coaches. Are you showing up on social media as a business owner? Are you showing up confident that I have a business opportunity for you? Am I posting about it confidently like that? Am I sharing about it daily? Because a lot of my new coaches, they post about bootcamp all day. And, and I, I lead oftentimes with accountability group because again, 100% of humans need to move their bodies and need to fuel their bodies well. But what did I say? 50% are un unhappy and it's probably a lot higher than that or unfulfilled. 
So talk about that daily. You need to talk about it in your stories. Do people know that they can join your business? Do they know it's an opportunity for them? So are you inviting publicly like you are to bootcamp? Um, I have my girls share different aspects of coaching every single day. So you're not saying the exact same thing every day. Want to be a coach? Swipe here. Like you do need to do that public invite and call to action, but share about it in different ways. Um, in a professional manner, do shout outs for your coaches, share stories and testimonials. And I kind of just got ahead of myself for my next point, but um, share a screenshot or a picture of a Zoom mentoring call talking about how you're mentoring fellow business partners. Be professional. Um, share about how you're working in the cracks of your day. You don't have to do anything fancy. You don't have to have a huge business. But I tell my coaches, show people that this is an opportunity for them to join in on. Okay, number two, I already kind of said it. Um, share success stories and different professions. And I love this. And I think it's so important. You may not have a success story yet. You may be a brand new coach. And this is what I tell my brand new coaches. Borrow mine, borrow ours. You listen to these calls. You're on the champions page, or maybe you have an upline full of a team with wild success and success stories. Share this friend. When you're at a live event, take pictures with those people and share about their story, their business story, not just their transformation. Share about their business story, that they're a busy mom of four kids and homeschool and run this business in the cracks of her day. She wakes up early before her babies wake up to work and at nap time and at night, and she's sacrificing because this is a business she believes in. Share about those things. I, I just shared about a teacher friend of mine who is now a full-time coach. And those stories are going to speak to people. But when I say sharing about different professions, I think this is gold. Because you may be talking from a place of, I was a corporate America dropout is what I say sometimes. But so I'm going to speak to those people, but I want to reach everyone who's watching my stories. I want to reach the realtor. I want to reach the um, personal trainer, the teacher, the dentist, the whoever, the desiring to be stay at home momer whoever she is, I want her to feel seen in this business and see that, that this isn't an opportunity or this is an opportunity for her. Something else that I often say is I felt like I was kind of too cool for this when I started. I don't know if that's bad. Sadie's probably like, don't say that. But I felt like that. I was like, I'm not doing that. Like I have a master's degree. I work for a fortune 500 company. I am like, no way. I talk about how I felt that way. And I can't tell you how many people are like, okay, tell me more because I've been watching and I kind of feel that way too. So I tell my coaches to share these stories so your viewers can see themselves in this opportunity and see themselves doing it as well. Okay, number three, validate the opportunity. What I mean by that is publicly talk about objections. And again, I think this is gold. So I tell my coaches, what are, what were you afraid of when you started coaching? What were you, what did, what were you saying when you were talking yourself out of messaging me or when I planted the seed in your head about coaching, what did you tell yourself? What was that objection? Because we need to talk about it publicly to overcome that so we can get it out of the way. And I think that that is huge. So 
for me, like an objection for me was I'm, I'm busy. I have no time. Or like I said, I'm kind of, I felt too cool for this or, um, other objections that we get commonly, or I'm not a fitness expert. I don't know anything about it, or I'm not at my, I'm not where I want to be. Let me work out for a couple months and, and then I'll, then I'll sign up and do it. Or when things get less busy. So I, I talk about those objections but I overcome them with stories. Again, stories are powerful and they can see themselves in those stories. So share a story about how, oh my gosh, I used to think I was way too busy for this. And this is how I get this done. Or I'm not a fitness professional. I love how I don't have to be. I'm bridging the gap between a need and a solution. And I have experts on our team who are super trainers and nutritionists who they provide the expertise. I'm just giving you, again, I'm setting the feast. And so overcoming those objections are going to help people not be so afraid or fearful to reach out. Okay. Number four, I teach my coaches to host a mentorship, a monthly mentorship. And I'm saying this because it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't even have to be a mentorship, but it sounds legit. It sounds like this is a business. It sounds like you have something more to offer than, Hey, you want to be a coach with me? It sounds like this is something official that they can join. I create fear of missing out because I say I have five spots. I'm only accepting five people. And first and foremost, I'm starting with my current clients. They get first divs. I try to make them feel special because recruiting from within is huge. I'm going to talk about that. But in this mentorship and you're, you could be a new coach and my new coaches are like, how do I mentor someone? I have no idea what I'm doing. You're just, you're doing what you would be doing anyway. Give them steps, give them tips. You're walking with them hand in hand. You're starting a, a group like messenger thread and you're checking in with them. You're just making it sound official. We're kicking off on this date and we're going to run together. And they feel like they're a part of something. They feel like they're part of a training program. Uh, and, and what's really neat about that is if you actually do it, then you have a group of coaches who are starting at the same time and it's almost like pledge classes. And I love that. I have them in a group and we're rallying, we're building each other up, we're motivating each other. And they are also have some healthy competition, which is really fun. And so I encourage my, my ladies to host a monthly mentorship. The other thing about that is you have something to invite to now. So I have a mentorship kicking off. My September mentorship is opening up. Did you have any interest in learning more about that? It gives you something to talk about specifically with coaching. Same thing with like if you did a sneak peek. Um, and there are other coaches who have talked about that on the National Wake Up Call um, and exactly how they do that. But these are just opportunities, create opportunities for you to invite to the business opportunity because we know we do boot camps every single month. Well, what are you doing to bring in coaches every single month and to have an opportunity to actually talk about that to recruit. So that's number four. Number five is um, when somebody asks for information. So say I post in my story. Well, let me just say this. When someone asks for information, I'm always planting a seed. So that's a really long title for number five. <laughs> um, but what I mean is say I post a swipe just for September accountability group, just for the fitness side. Hey, I want information on bootcamp. Tell me more about that. Even if they just ask me about bootcamp, 
I always, I, I play dumb. I always talk about coaching as well. Yes, I'd love to get you more information about um, about boot camp. I'm so excited about this group kicking off. Did you also want information about the business side? I mean, how like it's not that big of a deal just to put that little one liner, and they could be like, absolutely not. I just want to get healthy. But now they know it's an opportunity. Now they're curious. Now they have a seed planted, and they're going to pay attention a little bit more to the business and what you're talking about. Maybe they'll say yes. How wild would that be? So always talking about that and planting that seed, even when somebody just wants information. Okay. So, and, and the same thing goes for if they, if you're sending invites. So you're sending invites. I always lead with the accountability group, but I always put a one-liner. Or did you have any interest in learning more about the business? Just having that simple line there is short and sweet. It's not scary. And the worst they can do is say no. But the best thing that happens is now they know it's an option. Okay. All right. That was number five. So number six is now we have clients that are in boot camp. Okay. So I'm sharing with them, every single one of them about the business opportunity. Don't just sign them up, even if they told you, and this is every one of my coaches, I'm telling them, even if they said, I just want workouts, maybe you got them to do a total solution pack. Maybe they're in boot camp now in your accountability group. I don't care. I still tell them, Hey, I thought about you. You've been showing up in group. Have you ever thought about coaching? I'm always, like I said, recruiting from within is so incredible because it's organic. They've already tried the product. They've already been showing up. They already know what's in store. They already have results. So it's a perfect transition for them. Build that belief in them, help them see themselves in this position and in this role, but always let them know. And even when they just sign up for boot camp, for accountability, I keep saying boot camp. That's what I call it. I feel like we all say different things. But so even if they just sign up for that, again, did you want to know more about coaching? So just always planting that seed. Um, but also asking for referrals. I think that's another huge thing. That is recruiting, is asking for referrals. And hey, do you have any friends? Like go find three friends to do this with you. You don't have to even mention coaching. Say they turn down coaching. That's totally fine. Do you have a friend, moms? And here's the thing too. I mentioned every single possible person that they could come up with because immediately they'll say, I don't know anyone. So I say, mom, sister, cousin, aunt, neighbor, coworker, bestie. I say everyone that you think would want to do this with you, could jump in with us, get healthy with you. It'd be so much fun, etc. That way they are getting practice and they have no idea they are at talking to other people about this. And then if they do recruit them, they get paid for it or however you work that out. And they get a taste of getting paid to tell their friends about this and to share their story. So it works really well. And that always helps with trying to give them a little bit of taste of that. So am I building a business or am I building a boot camp? So if we overcome fear by realizing the impact possible, by feeling that and understanding what's, what's possible and what's at stake, and then remembering that this is a need, remembering that everyone needs this and believing that, believing that this is a business and taking that seriously, then we use these six steps 
to get after it and to to actually take the steps to making this business become a business. Oh, you are cool. I will tell you that. I mean, not too cool for coaching. Just right. Just the right amount of cool. Who's the old uh, me? So much to unpack here. You have blown away the audience with your, um, the, just the way you phrased everything. Is it a business or a boot camp? Excellent job. I'd like to move you into final question. In the last three years, you've developed some key factors, key success factors, superpowers, if you want to call them, um, that has uh, put you on a very nice trajectory to uh, be a really effective coach. Do you want to talk about those superpowers that you got? Yes. Um, I would say being relentless, um, persistence, consistently being consistent, um, I went from a place of wanting to quit quitting. And when I was asked to be on this call, I went back to my very first coach post. <laughs> and I remember being so terrified as a new baby coach. And what I said was exactly what I'm saying today is I want to quit quitting. I want to show my babies what is possible. I wanted to change the trajectory for them. I wanted to show them that there was a different way to do life. And I couldn't do that if I kept quitting on myself. Because how can I sit here as a mom and tell them you can do whatever you set your mind to? You can dream big. You can do it all. If I'm sitting here quitting and breaking promises to myself over and over, they're going to do what they see. And that weight is heavy for me. And so what if procrastination and wellness and follow through was a never an issue for my girls? That's what I thought. Like how much further along would they be and could they be in their lives? And I had some control in that and I could show them the way so because of this journey, because of coaching, God, because of jumping in terrified and kind of too cool, I finally quit quitting. Um, and it was one of the, I feel like, biggest skipped vital behaviors is personal development. And I became hyper obsessed with habit training and the practice of personal development because personal development isn't just something you do. It's a practice. You learn, like you are doing it every day and being consistent in it and tweaking. And my husband and I just now, because of this, like geek out over different ways to be super effective and efficient and habits and how we can just get the most out of time and life and being together with our family all day, every day and homeschooling and work. And how do we do all of that? If we like if we are consistent, if we follow through, if we do all the things that we've learned through personal development and through coaching, then it's possible. And so finally, through all of that, I've quit quitting. You know, we were, we were going to show your first post, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to say something about that? Because it, you've come a long way from quitting. I don't know. Is it is it meaningful to you to talk about that? 
Oh my, I mean, it was literally me saying, cause I didn't have a story. I started day one and this is a lot of my coaches when they start day one, they're like, I don't have a progress picture. I don't have a story to tell. And so for me, it was, I quit on myself for 10 years, guys. Like I'm desperate for something who's there with me? Like who is stuck? Who is ready for change? So I promise I didn't make it up. It's right here. <laughs> I need oh, to How far have you come from this first post three years ago? Oh my gosh. Everything <laughs> has changed. Everything has changed. I mean, we have, my team is amazing and we have an elite team and I have girls who believe this and who want to treat this like a business and who want to recruit because they're not scared anymore and they believe it and they see it.